0: Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. to Your Highness podcast. This is your host Diana Crash, and today I am joined with a very special guest co-host, um Lauren Force. Did I say that correctly? <laughs> I know every time I say it I'm like I don't think I said that correctly. Um CEO of popped.nyc. Hey Lauren.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me here.
0: Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. And um, we're going to begin this episode as we do every episode uh, with our fave pot, fave not pot. Um, and that's where each of us talk about our fave cannabis-related item at the moment and our favorite non-cannabis-related item. So I'm going to start, as I always do, uh,
1: <laughs> if that's okay with you, Lauren. <laughs> I should have you say hi first, right? <laughs> It's all good. I'm uh, I'm happy to zone out. I'm happy to jump in. I I I like to talk and hear myself talk a lot too. So
0: <laughs> I like to talk. I don't like to hear myself talk. That's why I
1: don't really listen to the podcast. <laughs> I I decided that it was if if I don't know. I decided I had to listen to myself, and so that I would get over it and decide that I liked it.
0: I like that. I I should probably, I'm getting there. I I did listen to myself when I um, had to do a commercial. So, you know, one step at a time. So anyway, back to what we were talking about, the uh, current fave pot item and mine. I actually, we mentioned this in the last um, episode, but my favorite item is by Bed Tanicles, And it's CBD infused massage oil um and it's really amazing <laughs> that's all i can really say about it it's um lightweight it smells really good it can be used for other things <laughs> not just for massages so definitely check out com, and i'll be linking that in the show notes Um uh, what's your fave pot item lauren <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I'm actually on the same tag, and I know I should probably talk about someone else's product. I'm gonna go right for the cheap, uh, cheap <laughs> trick here. It, my favorite is our CBD body butter. Oh, natural. It's six ingredients, and it, uh, yeah, you can use it for other things besides massaging. Like I'll just go. Out <laughs> and say, I'm just gonna go say you can use it as lube. Oh, really? I actually
0: did not think that, about that. I, I used your body butter. I only received the sample but i'm going to get the bigger um, because i really liked it a lot it was awesome for my hands
1: and you know we have a referral program so you can link to that as well a what program a referral program where you get um you get dollars for every person who comes to the comes through your link
0: wow i didn't know that yeah that's awesome how can people sign up for that
1: Well, why don't you sign up? We'll get you signed up and then we'll give you the link. And then um, it's called our pain points program and it's on the bottom left of our website. And uh, you know, if they could use your code, that would be great for you. You would get a $10 referral bonus and the person would be uh, get a 10% off their first purchase. Wow. That's awesome. And then everybody can be an influencer. Nice. Yeah. I've been
0: called one before, but I'm definitely not, but I'll try.
1: I'll try it. I think we have to change the way we think about it. Influencer can be both a job and it can be a a characteristic of a person, right? That's true. So you're probably a natural influencer. That's why you've decided to do a talk show and and get your message out to the world. And then you bump up with other natural influencers. But now, as us women of a certain age, I guess, I'm not calling you old. um, Oh, I am. (laughs) Uh, women in their 40s and older uh it's a technology phase right it's a a first generation um thing uh so yeah so i think uh for us we're just learning we've always been influencers you just used to call different words like gossip yeah
0: yeah or bad influence which i've been called before you know whatever
1: anyway (laughs) That, that, that's subjective, yes. It's influence. You influence. say bad influence, I say a good
0: time. I know how to enjoy life, right? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't want to go anywhere that would have me, right?
0: Exactly, I say that way too often, but yeah, <laughs> I agree 100%. Um, so my fave not pot item is a book. Um, because I'm in a book club right now, a virtual book club, and I actually put picked this one out by myself but i put it it's on the list (laughs) and it's by janet mock it's called redefining realness um and it is just basically i would call it i guess you would call it a memoir yeah um but it's definitely definitely worth checking out she writes in such a way where it feels like it's fiction you know so you, you get really lost in it and um yeah i think that uh it's definitely recommended on my end. So anyway, so what's your fave, not pie?
1: <laughs> well, right now I'm super into this necklace that I have. It, oh. um, it's a lace collar and it looks a lot like RBGs. Oh, and I have to tell you that it was my grandmother's mm-hmm. and I don't think it was any, anything like very special, like, um, I mean, it was, it's very intricately woven, um, uh-huh. but if you're a craft person, it they probably were like, oh, you know, this is a nice piece, but not like anything super intense, but somebody definitely, it's hand done, and somebody spent a couple hours making this piece, and so it's wow. really very simple, but also kind of remarkable to have a beaded collar of lace, uh, to look like a lace collar, and the crazy thing is it's at least 40 years old. Wow. And about a month ago, before RGB passed, I I took it out and I always took it out and always put it on. And I actually probably didn't wear it because of RBG. because mm-hmm. um, I uh, yeah I uh, I didn't get it right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get it. I didn't get it. I didn't. I thought, why would she look in this way or whatever? And now, right? Yeah, I want to. I want to i i get her message and i'm feel proud to be um you know under her judgeship for as long right. as we were yeah so anyway sure. so i i recently wore that and took the tag off uh-huh after, wow. after like 40 years so wow. that was like, that's my favorite item right now
0: oh that's pretty awesome
1: yeah that has a
0: lot of like history and everything that's amazing
1: I feel like everything should have a little bit of a before and after to it, you know, because if you're just getting the right here and right now, mm-hmm. I don't know. Everything is too old and too new to just be singular.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: crack myself up. No, that's thinking- all
0: that matters at the end of the day. <laughs> so Lauren, <laughs> not going to say for sure again. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about something that is really impacting small businesses in a negative way. Um, and that is accessibility to traditional banking and payment processing services. Uh, Why don't you talk about your experience a little bit and how that's impacting popped.nyc?
1: Well, first of all, thanks for taking it down so quickly. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I'm making, I'm making a joke. Um, Uh, we got serious and I can't keep up. Hold (laughs) on. Okay. Um, so it's, it's been, uh, very challenging. I'd say for the, I was very lucky because I had a business set up before I had a CBD business. Uh And so I already had an account, a bank account, a PayPal account, a credit card account. I was able to do all these things and easily get into the market. So, uh, just first off, if you're looking to start a new business, um, don't don't start a CBD business for banking purposes. <laughs> right. Um, you can you can be in any number of businesses and still sell CBD. Right. So just tip number one. Um, and then because we've had difficulty with credit card processors, uh, we were actually using someone that we knew they didn't allow CBD, but we were flying under the radar, and that felt comfortable to us because. There, it is a gray area, and I I have to be an opportunist in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so uh, about six weeks ago, they said, "Hey, we're we're on to you now." Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they shut down my credit card processing, and that was on September fifth. And so since then, I've been scrambling to get new processors, and it's really, it's. It's invasive. It is similar to getting a mortgage for your home. The amount of paperwork that you have to do is incredible. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to start any other business today, um, you would just go on. Like if you were a maker, which I am, you would uh-huh. just go on, create a square account, and in 15 to 24 hours, fifteen minutes to 24 hours, you'd, you'd be set up and taking payments. And right. So because we're CBD, we have to go through uh, third-party screening, and they ask for for a lot of information. That really, um, I'm lucky that I have because of this prior business. I think um, you know, just that being said, there's always a way in, right? But um, I think it's it's gotten a lot harder, and so luckily, I had a few creditors say, Hey, we don't even take businesses that are under $10,000 a month. And I said, well, we're, we're, just there. So, you know, please take us because they were uh-huh. like assumed we were brand new. So, but they're not only wanting to do, um, Oh, this is inter- breaking news. That's actually affecting our story right here. I just got word that I signed up for something called Afterpay, and they will not accept us. No. Yeah. That's such a great service too. What I was really excited about that is because it also helps our customers who, you know, don't can't afford everything right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Well, that's system a bummer.
0: I'm I'm really gonna have to do some research about this some more because I think not only is it affecting um businesses in like the financial state, like obviously, you know, people can't just process things just in an easy way. Right. But then but then like when you think about buyer behavior, I've been thinking about this a lot because another friend of mine is experiencing the problem and she's only selling merchandise off of her website. Right. right. I mean, there, there aren't, there's, there's nothing involved with the plant in her products, but because she has the, the language on her website, right? Um, PayPal wouldn't stopped letting her use pay. They stopped letting her use their services. And yeah. so what, What happens now, and I know it happens with you as well, you have to invoice people after the fact, like you have to put something in the cart and then invoice them. And that makes people think about it more. Right. Which a lot of times might make them not buy the thing, even if they were already sure they wanted to buy it. A lot of times buyer behavior is like, well, all right, at least for me, because <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that like overthinks things way too much. So I might go, well, do I really need this right now? Right. You know? And,
1: and I, I think that's definitely true. And what we're doing is d- discouraging people who already have anxiety, who overthink everything, who are just finally about to do something to take care of themselves and stop that. And we're keeping them from making the process easy. Right. Here's a way you can get affordable health care in your mailbox. And we just can't make it easy for people. And there's there's so many reasons why you have to follow the money.
0: Right. And that's uh, another thing. Recently, I attended a virtual summit where the speaker in the session was saying that the big companies, um, like the really big companies in cannabis, aren't having the same issues because the banks are making so much money off of them. Mm -hmm. So it's really only affecting the smaller businesses.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I I don't know which big companies are taking credit cards and which aren't. Um, Right. uh, There are third party companies that pop up. So what I noticed about this versus like when I've had a retail store and there are third party, it used to be that a third party merchant processor was kind of, typically how the industry went and uh-huh. then, uh, and then because of square really they they revamped the industry and just said hey we'll set one price and you know for small businesses and uh-huh. they're the ones actually leading the way for CBD businesses as well and I'm working on getting approved with them but they you know it keeps coming back to you're making this medical claim you're making this medical claim and I'm really trying not to make any medical claims, but um, you can't even put a quote from a customer. A customer, they Isn't can't.
0: that the most bonkers thing of it all? Let's talk about that for a bit because I don't think people who don't sell these products don't understand this, right? You can't say anything. Your testimonials, which is gold right now in digital marketing and in this type of space that we're in. I mean, you have to look at testimonials when you're in a new industry and people don't know about the plant that much, right? That's what they focus on. They look at reviews and things like that. And so if people can't even say this really helped with my back pain or, you know,
1: well, my eczema think,
0: or whatever it is.
1: I agree. I, I do think that it's a disservice to people that we can't do it, but I think it's kind of good to say, Hey, let's not just look at CBD, but let's look at all the places where we're, getting in the way of people's health and also where we're not doing enough to get in the way of people harming themselves, Um, whether it comes from trying to put more things forward that are... are, um, I'm sorry, I lost my thread. Um, I I just think that things should be allocated slightly differently. I think that um, obviously that, you know, there's too much too much resources going into keeping us from doing things instead of helping us do things like, right. What if we just said, okay. I mean, I know guidelines are being written and laws are being made, Uh but there really needs to be uh, the, this is time for micro politics. I think Uh where people can really get involved to a small level and say, Oh no, we're just going to allow this and we're just going to, we're going to support our local cannabis businesses and, you know, work with work with small banks somehow and figure out how to get them to um, maybe win back some local business by by offering secured funding. You know, funding to like you know come in, meet the person, say, okay, well, yeah, your industry seems shady, but let's look at let's look at some things behind that. And I don't think my industry is shady, but that's what they're that's what they're saying. That, like, right.
0: Well, because they're not interested in taking apart the stigma or anything like that. I, I feel like that the interests are so obvious right now. You know, um, it, it isn't really about the betterment of our society, because if they were, they would be making these options available. But now it's like so clear. They don't want healthcare to be available like that, like you just said earlier about how we could actually take healthcare into our own hands what would that cause right i mean that would that would destroy everything for them and them being you know the big <laughs> the big big industries that are you know keeping uh the smaller people from thriving in any industry not just cannabis but especially Well that's right interesting
1: i don't think it's keeping us from thriving i just think it doesn't let us into the um because there's, you can still always go back to traditional ways of doing things, which is ringing people up in person, which is very big in the cannabis community anyway. It's just right. that you cannot scale, and you therefore cannot keep compete with a, a larger company. You right. have to really keep climbing, you know, it's a manual climb, if that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um,
0: not really. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I sort of, but I get what, I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, I also have just been hearing so many people say that they can't, they can't get to the next step because there's just, just every angle is there. Well, yeah. Know, that's they, exactly what
1: I'm saying. Like you, you're, you're stuck, but you know, together we can build a human pyramid or something and hoist each other over. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen is that companies will combine uh-huh. and therefore have more leverage again. Um, you know, with a, with a, a credit card company mm-hmm.
0: yeah I mean and there are different options popping up all over the place I mean it just a quick Google search there are some other like pay quick I know that's one that's a big um, that's not a big company but it's it's one that's been around for a little while I know Um, But like you were saying earlier, there are a lot of uh, steps that you have to go through a lot of times when it comes to these alternative um, banking solutions. Correct. So um, it's just not really accessible. I don't feel to an entrepreneur who has limited access, you know, I, I feel like there just has to be more conversation surrounding this and, and not just like, oh, well, that's just how it is. You know, I mean, I, I know that there are there are people that are doing work and trying to change this for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I also think that some people are just like, well, what do you expect? You know, it's a it's cannabis. And it's, it <laughs> I think that's why we have to continue to have these conversations, because it does affect your your bottom line every month. You know, I'd
1: say that we lost about 50% of our online business in the last month. Um, Wow. Yeah. Because, you know, people just may, I think our customers will come back to us eventually. They'll, you know, we have had people starting to email us and say, hey, your site's down. Can I order through you? Like, oh, I thought it'd be fixed. And, you know, but they're waiting, you know, weeks to. Do you
0: feel like you have to pivot a lot more when it comes to your promotion and marketing and things like that because of this?
1: No, I do think that I'm very careful not to write any blogs right now. Right. Um, and then one company wanted to actually monitor not only my content on my web, which is a freedom of speech violation. I mean, whoa. It is, but it isn't because they're providing a service to me. So it's a it's a handcuff thing. So think- they wanted to do that for banking banking says you can't make any medical claims on your website so they're oh right okay so they want to monitor that is what you're saying they want to monitor that and some of them want to monitor your instagram as well whoa wow i didn't know
0: it was that intrusive yeah wow that is very very scary i think i would i would be terrified because, I mean, w- w- what's to say you don't make the wrong, you know, statement? They could say anything is the wrong statement with right. the way yeah. things are, are
1: written right now, you know? Yeah, they could shut down my business with no reason. So if, I'm, if I annoy our president, you know, they could be like, oh, no.
0: Wow. Medical yeah. thing. That's just terrifying. And, I mean, I I'm in the market of trying to make things creatively worded and things like that to get around it. But it becomes almost impossible at a certain point when you're trying to describe, you can't even explain what your product does. You know, you're so, uh, tied at the, you know, like your hands are so tied. I I can't think of another way to say it. It's just, it's it's difficult for, Everyone, it's not just, you know, it's not just the business owners because the people that are in the ancillary businesses, you know, the people who do the marketing and content creation and all of that surrounding it, they they can only do so much as well. And so it's just like, how can we actually take this to the next level and, and make, you know, have it the right focus with the smaller businesses um, and not get them, you know drown out for lack of a better word
1: right well one of our the one of our pillars of our business is to educate people and we really have to be careful in what we can educate them on um, one of the site one of the credit card processors didn't want me to use the word cannabis or marijuana and it's propaganda <laughs> like, that right. like that is how, so how bullshit. do I not use they're just words. I'm not saying you should go do something. I'm not saying what you should do with it. I'm just explaining it. It's really the censorship is.
0: That's wild. And to think about, I, you know, about seven years ago was writing for a medical company where I was writing about oxycodone and I was saying all different things about what it could do and what it did do. And there was no one checking up on me, you know. Yeah. I mean, to think about that. And I was writing about overdoses and things like that. And it's like just the dichotomy there. It's like, <laughs> I could write anything about a pill that kills thousands of people every year.
1: And you could write about how delicious it was and how it made you happy. Yeah, I, I can say anything about
0: it. Really, I've written about it in a lot of different ways, you know, and I've never had any pushback or anything. Anytime I write about cannabis even if it's a cannabis publication sometimes I have to put the you know warning in there and all of mm-hmm. this even though I fully don't believe it because I know it's not true a lot of the uh, a lot of the times and it's just I don't know it's very it's very discouraging but all we can do is keep talking about it and and making noise about it
1: and
0: as much right, as we can this is a place
1: where we can speak the truth
0: yes yes exactly uh, because no one's paying me to do this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I don't have my hands tied by anyone.
1: Um, <clears throat> uh, now, you're, now you're like, I've sneakily sponsored you by giving you the link so that people can buy our products. <laughs> yeah. Inception. Mwah, ha, ha. Yeah. So talk
0: about your Instagram live um, show. Did they, do they monitor that as well?
1: No. Oh, that's, that's good. You no. Know that's good
0: well um there are some alternatives like i said and i will link them in the uh, show notes and also the your highness medium channel which is uh launching this week so oh congratulations we'll Where there. We
1: how do we what do we do
0: well actually it already launched I'm, I'm lying it's launched but like officially i'm going to do more this week <laughs> And I'll have the link in the show notes for that as well. Um, Lauren, before we go, where can people find you? How can they support you both professionally and personally?
1: Well, thank you for asking. Professionally, you can find me at www.popped.nyc or you can email me at lauren@popped.nyc. Find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I've even made a TikTok video. For those who want to see me have a chipmunk voice. And then um, what I would ask for you personally is just to speak kindly. Just whoever it's to. I sometimes forget, especially to a customer service representative from a credit card company. But (laughs) they are humans too. And they are going through everything that we're all going through right now. We're all in it together. And not yeah. to say that it's not much harder for some of us than others. I am so grateful for all the privilege that I have from, you know, the basics of having a place to sleep to so much beyond that. Right. Being able to be here today is a, is a real privilege and I appreciate it. Right. So um,
0: if there's anything, is there anything else you wanted to add or?
1: Uh, we're starting a new campaign called How Do You Pop? Oh, Okay. So, Cool. let us know how you use popped and we'll it'll be fun
0: oh yeah and your ig live as well um
1: i know we just Pop, mentioned it it's all but... popped.nyc awesome
0: well thank you again lauren and i'd love to have you back anytime you uh, bet you. well let's hear what how your husband's work is first <laughs> he does a pretty good job <laughs> Otherwise, I'd, I'd get rid of them and hire someone else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: just kidding. Um, so until next time, stay high and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.